the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. My name is Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Oh, Joe. Dementia Joe. Joe doesn't even know where he is right now. We know where we are. It's 6 p.m. Pacific time. It's time for the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me every night of the week. And I'm actually looking up at the monitors here. And thoughts and prayers go out to the one and only Tiger Woods. 15 times major... Uh, golf winner his game his game got slightly off after he ran it he ran afoul of the wifey uh by running around with women and and uh, making a fool of himself when he got busted but you know what he 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 made a re um what do you call it a rebound or re- turned himself around he turned himself around uh uh I, i've lost for better words well um he went afoul today of the road was speeding evidently and had a car crash and flipped his car over. Fortunately, uh, he he. Un, there were some reports that he had to be removed via the jaws of life. That's not true. Uh, evidently, um, they, they did have to use some mechanism to get him out. Fortunately, it wasn't that bad. Um, but prayers for Tiger Woods tonight. I will tell you, although I was actually sadder to hear uh, that my man Michael the Butler from the Southern Charm TV series. You know, um, it, it, I want to be Paula Alchel, Patricia Alchel when I grow up and have a butler like Michael. Michael the Butler, uh, he actually suffered a stroke. So I, real deal, I was sadder uh, to hear about Michael the Butler today and his stroke. Uh, but either way, you know, we we pray for everybody. But more importantly, celebrities aside, and yes, Michael the Butler is a celebrity. I think we need to continue to pray. It's all about Tiger today. I think we need to continue to pray for the Americans down in Texas who are they're not out of the woods yet. Even if they've got power back on, you know, many people have you know had all kinds of issues with their homes and their properties and not to mention you know humongous electric bills and just beyond and so continued prayers for everybody down in texas lots to cover tonight so much so i didn't even invite any guests on the show tonight because i was thinking maybe we'll make you guys the guest if there's if you watched the merrick garland hearings today if you watched senator uses a comb to eat a salad klobuchar hosting holding hearings on the capital security or just anything that's on your mind give us a buzz here 888-344-1170 70 we're gonna just leave the show open if you want to call in 
We are streaming live on Facebook right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page, so you can also keep those comments rolling there. And the man who's with me every night of the week, almost, except last Friday, is DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. I view it this way. Anything that potentially can help, and that certainly can potentially help, is a good thing. DJ Potato Skins. If President Trump says I can help, that's why I'm here Monday through Friday to try and uh, speak the truth so that we can get our nation back. Well, uh, the truth is this, as I said on last night's show, we don't have the law anymore. What we've got is. Sure seems that way. Uh, no, what, what we've got is what now in America, what, what used to be considered the law is now against the law and what used to be unlawful is now lawful. As we talked about on last night's show, you know what's legal now in the United States of America to rig an election? That if you're a Democrat, you don't have to follow the Constitution. You can just decide the Constitution says that only this is very clear. Amy Coney Barrett, it's very clear, Brett Kavanaugh. Maybe you missed that. Maybe you missed that that day of law school when they talked about this, when they taught law in law school. Maybe maybe you were out. You know, I don't know what you were doing. Amy Coney Barrett sewing something. Um, uh, Only state legislators can write the laws surrounding what takes place on an election. This is how we had George W. Bush end up becoming president after Bush v. Gore. We have precedent. Oh, we can't even think about Roe v. Wade, right? Because the precedent starry decisis, right? Except now. So we, we, we don't need to continue to cover this ground. The Supreme Court has said that basically you can steal an election if you want to just rewrite election laws. It doesn't have to follow the Constitution. We also talked last night about, about that it is now legal to discriminate, to actually to, 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 we have systemic and institutionalized racism in the United States of America openly against white people. You don't like me saying that? Then why don't you call and complain to get to, to Coca-Cola? Because they're the ones that, it, that did a training session telling people to be less white. There is no way, there's no context that you can put on that and make that okay. There's no context in which we can have any government Entity, state, local, municipality, or whatever, having meetings that has to do with white employees telling them we got to undo whiteness. And again, I'll pose the question I posed last night: Where are the Republicans on all of this? Well, they're they're nowhere. They're nowhere. We now have where we are in this country is we've got a one party rule. We are what is. Was legal is now unlegal, uh, illegal, unlawful. That's the U.S. Constitution. And what was illegal is now legal. We have systemic institutionalized racism going on in this country. Um, we also, uh, and I didn't get have time to get into it last night. I said the other area in where we had uh, um, breaking news yesterday where what was unlawful is now lawful uh, in, is, is similar and related to the racism now uh, in, in terms of discrimination. But we've got the Equality Act. And as we've talked about many times before, anytime, whatever they label an act, the Democrats, it's always the opposite that's true. They're masters at that. They're, they are. They're, they're, they're fantastic at it. They're also fantastic at, at definitions and crafty narratives. Uh, we've now got commercials out there today running all over California saying love is getting the vaccination. Uh, same way they're masters at saying that, you know, um, if you believe in traditional marriage, that's the definition of hate. Really? Yeah. So, well, that's we've had that now going on for a while. I mean, if you you know, this this is why the Republican Party uh, and, and uh where we're at right now is is uh, 
it's been decades of the Republicans allowing the Democrats to change the definitions of what's um, to be what it means to be an American and what what it, what Judeo-Christian principles and values mean back when they started beating us over the head with the PC stick that if you you know, and I've talked about this a million times, if you don't want to pay for Sandra Flux or a woman's contraceptives, if you don't want to pay for a woman's abortion, you hate women. If you want to enforce immigration laws, you hate brown people. If you want traditional marriage between a man and a woman, you're homophobic and on and on and on and on and on. So um, had we pushed back against this, we wouldn't be in a situation now to where with this Equality Act, what it means is it's under the guise of pretending that it is, is seeking equality for transgender people, what it's really about is it's really about making Christianity and the Bible illegal. And here's how it's going to work. By making transgenders a protected class of citizen, there will be nobody who will be able to deny them any wish that they want. If you are a church, if you are an individual Christian, You're going to have to accommodate anything that they want, and you will not be allowed to deny them of that under any religious exemption. So let's say Steve gets his beanstalk whacked off, and now he he thinks he's Sally. He can go into a church or a private school and, and be able to walk in and use a restroom with a girl. And you're not going to be able to say that this is a church. Now, it's not specifically mentioned in the Equality Act, but I guarantee you that this is also going to mean that there's not going to be any church that's going to be able to deny a same-sex marriage. The Bible is now illegal. That's what this means. That's what this means. Many years ago, when the subject of same-sex same-sex marriage was coming up, I had a lot of people that conservatives got angry at me because I said that what the Republican Party should have done is they should have supported, um, 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 you, um, what's the term I'm trying to look for? Uh, uh, um, civil unions. Oh, we we don't need to be. No, we need to keep marriage needs to be. I said, get rid of the term marriage. Whether or not I am married is between me and God. Marriage is a religious designation. I'm with Rand Paul. I don't want my marriage or my gun registered with the government. What we needed to do as Republicans to say, instead of looking for the government to sanction marriage, see, that was the trap, because then all that did was set us up for a choice of being called homophobic, and the government's got a choice of either nothing for gay people or a religious designation. You follow me? Had what we needed to do as Republicans is say, look, marriage is a religious designation. That's between me and God and my church. A civil union which is all the state cares about. What the state cares about is um, it's, a, it's a financial arrangement between two individuals. And quite frankly, I don't care if two individuals come together and decide, you know, um, who's going to get the pearls when somebody dies. That should that should be between, you know, it's it, marriage at the state level. What the government recognizes is the financial arrangement between, between two individuals. And what the Republican Party should have done is they should have said, OK, we'll give you civil unions. 
two, you know, women can have the same contract, financial contract. They get the same benefits of deciding somebody gets to come into the hospital to visit them. Uh, Somebody gets the same, you know, um, death benefits. And quite frankly, give them the same tax break as well. The less government that goes down, less money that's taken from citizens to go down the rat hole of government. I'm okay with that. And the reason why I argued for this is because I said then that if gay people were allowed and not even if gay people are allowed and the people pushing for this were not the LBGT movement, by the way, is not even led by gay people. It's led by the Marxist on the left who are using gay people as a means to destroy this nation and its Judeo-Christian principles and values because More they it's absolutely because they knew if they could get our religious freedoms taken from us, that it was our religious freedoms that, that really protected all the other ones, our First Amendment rights. And I had Heather Cronk from Get Equal on my show. And I said, and I told her, I said, I'm for civil unions for all the reasons why I just said. I said, because I suspect that the LBGTQ movement only wants this marriage designation so that they can remove my religious freedoms. Because the same people pushing for same-sex marriage are the same people that are saying we need to have a separation of church and state. Well, marriage is a religious designation. Where am I going with this? Because the Republican Party said, you know what? We don't need to be trying to control society with marriage. That's what, you know, and, and you're not controlling it anyway. You don't get to decide whether or not the Catholic Church rec- recognizes a marriage. The Catholic Church does. Right? It should be kept separate. Had we had the Republican Party been smart and supported civil unions and not, not go down the track, because where we are right now is we are where every other Western civilization has gone. I told Heather Cronk, I said, if you get if you get this religious designation, you're then going to come for pastors. You're going to come for me. And I'm going to tell you the same thing that I've told one of my besties for 25 years. It is not a movement for civil rights when the end game is to take my rights away from me. And that's where we're at. And what makes it even more despicable to me is that it's using children as a means to do it. Who are they targeting to get to add in? They need to increase their population of transgender, right? So they're recruiting five-year-olds and kindergartners. Who did, in addition to this Equality Act, we've got now Joe Biden's pick uh, for Assistant Secretary of Health, a woman who's been going around since 2012, uh, pushing for children to be given puberty blockers, which is medical experimentation of children. Puberty blockers are hormones that were never tested to be used on children to stop them from growing into adults biologically, into the sex that they they were biologically meant to be. That is child abuse. We need to let she, uh, he, because it's a he, I don't care that he's grown his hair out. I don't care that if, he, if he's gotten, you know, implants in. And look, you know, it, however you want to live your life is up to you. But it doesn't change science. Right? And if you're an adult and you want to whack off your beanstalk and call yourself Sally, hey, you know what? I'll help you shop or whatever. I, I don't care you're an adult. Don't make me pay for it. And don't, and, and don't require that I tell you that you're actually a woman because you're not. Okay? But, but, but the movement right now to go and recruit, this is child abuse. It's mutilation of children's bodies. And that's what the Biden administration is going to be doing. It's a twin, it's a twin issue here between this health and human, human services person, woman, and Levine. And Levine, by the way, this person is going around is pushing for um, children. 
She doesn't re- refer to them as children, by the way. They're called pre-bubern uh, uh, people, by the way, because they've got to they've got to they've got to uh, take take children out of it. They've got to sanitize it, right? That, like calling abortion healthcare. They've got to sanitize it so that you're not doesn't really seem so bad, right? So that it doesn't seem so bad. Uh, this individual is one of the indiv- one of the individuals who pushed moving six seniors into nursing homes after he got his mother taken out of a nursing home. Right. Convenient. This, yeah, how convenient. This individual was, went around, has been going around since 2012, pushing a two-step process. One, adults need to follow children. If a child says, I think, I, I think I'm, I'm a girl when it's a boy, the first thing that they do is give them puberty blockers. And the second stage um, is then to give them hormones for the, for the sex that they want. This individual, this Levine character, has says, but for street kids – which is, let's say you've got a kid coming in off the street without their parents who doesn't have parental support, skip the puberty blockers and go immediately to step two and put them on hormones. Andrew, do you know how many kids at that age know exactly they have all their emotions in check? I know I didn't. Well, biologically, we know, according to science, that you are not fully developed as a human being until your brain is not fully developed until you're actually in your 20s. Correct. And that's why they're going young on kids, because they know that they're able to go to a kid and manipulate their minds. You sure that you 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 see yourself as a boy? You know, there's 20 something genders. Have you have you ever, you know, you know, wanted to play with your sister's doll? Maybe you're really a girl. Oh, yeah. Gee, you know what? I think I am a girl. Or how about me? For most of my childhood, until I hit puberty, I thought a mistake had been made. I thought it was a boy trapped in a girl's body. And I am grateful that I did not have parents that were insane enough to listen to me and let me make a life-altering decision to mutilate my body that could never be corrected. And we know that the, the suicide rates for adults who regret that they did this is high and it's only going to increase. This is absolute child abuse. And I'll tell you something else about these puberty blockers. If you really care, let me say it this way. If you really care about children, you will allow a child to develop into who they're supposed to be. Oh, we got to let them be who, they, who they're intended to be. Then you'll leave them alone. Because when puberty hit and my hormones changed, I, I knew who I was. Thank God. And, thank, and thanks to my parents who ignored it and allowed me to develop into the person that I was biologically and physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually meant to be. That's the best thing for children. They are wanting to they literally mutilate children to push their agenda. I'm well past the point of a break. Anything you want to say, Skins, before no, we No, I mean, you're, you're just completely right. And to, and to be able to mess with the natural course of development, it, it, it's wrong. And every child is different. It happens at different ages for different children. So for the, you know, for the government to say, well, we need to be able to, you know, if, if they feel this way, a kid can feel one way one day and another thing the next day. Until, until they've reached that magic age, that's never going to stabilize. It's insane we don't let children sign contracts we don't let children there's drink, a reason drink alcohol we don't let children smoke cigarettes we don't like make, let children make any decision for their lives but we're going to let them make this this permanent decision and and i would direct you if you're if you question me at all go watch the tv show i am jazz and you will see 
This child continued to suffer from depression well past the point of the puberty blockers. And by the way, the puberty blockers actually made it next to impossible to actually perform the sex transition. I don't want to get graphic here, but it actually made it almost impossible because he didn't have enough natural material left to go and create the woman that he wanted to be. My heart breaks for Jazz Jennings. I understand where the parents are coming from. They, they, they thought they were doing the right thing for Jazz Jennings. I've thought about inviting them on the show, but I don't know that I could get through it without asking them why they didn't consider letting nature take its course and how, and how, they, how they must regret and look back and wonder what if. What if we had let our child develop into the person they were meant to be? Because that person was still having to take antidepressant medications, still struggling with severe depression, got accepted into Harvard and, and still couldn't, couldn't muster up the strength to go because that's how much this individual was suffering psychologically. I'm so past the point of a break, but I just felt like this was an important topic. Anyway, we, we're going to continue. We're going to shift gears and go to, get into D.C. and talk about some other stuff. And I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I was about to reach over and uh, show my friends watching on Facebook. My newest Balance of Nature shipment, my newest box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all can't really tell watching right now on Facebook Live because I need to wash my hair. But you told gonna, me you got thicker hair. It is so much thicker. I didn't realize it until a few days ago. Last week, actually, I was I was thinking, why is it starting to take me so much longer to like you know to blow dry my hair and to style it? And I realized it because you, know, you have to like divide it in sections and stuff when you got longer. And I realized how much thicker it is. It is way thicker than it was. And you know when they tell you that you know eating right and getting vegetables and vitamins and minerals actually improves your skin and your hair. You know what? It's true. (laughs) Who'd have thought? (laughs) Eating right actually uh, has its benefits. So I not only feel better than ever, but yeah, it actually, my hair was getting, you know, you know, I have thin hair runs in my, my family. And, uh, but I I guess maybe it's because eating nothing but fried foods kind of runs in my family too. So now, (laughs) now I get 10 servings of 31 fruits and veggies every day. And, um, serious tip, my hair is better than my feet. I don't have foot pain anymore. My hair is nice and thick and in better condition than it's been. So I got to tell you, go to balancingnature.com, use discount code health, 35% 35% off on new preferred orders and free shipping, right? And do something for yourself. Um, Amy Klobuchar, that reminds me of Amy Klobuchar. She did this Capitol, this hearing on the January 6th uh, breach today involving the Capitol Police. And um, I cannot look at her without thinking of, you know, her eating a salad with her hair comb. Okay, that's, that's not healthy by the way. Um, but, uh, you know, she's being celebrated today because she was given stink eye to Josh Hawley and all these kind of people. Um, the, the lies that were coming out of this hearing today, and we all know what the game is. We all know that this January 6th Capitol Hill uh, situation, the riots, was pre-planned. We know that there was Antifa that was stoking it, part of the planning of it. We know that that included a dude, dude named John Sullivan who, uh, in August, stood with a microphone 
phone outside the White House calling to have President Trump physically removed from the White House, saying that it was a revolution. He, you know, he nothing done against him. That was when the White House we had, I think, was it 60 something Secret Service agents were hurt and the assault on the White House in August, nobody claimed that that was domestic terrorism. We had nobody looking to route using facial recognition to try to route out who that was. No, this dude was back on January 6th. He was inside the Capitol videotaping what went down, was next to Ashley Babbitt, who was killed, paid 30 something thousand dollars for that footage. And yet we still had the Democrats today trying to pretend that this was a Trump it was Trump's fault and that it was nothing but Trump supporters and that Antifa was nowhere around it. Meanwhile, the uh, Capitol Police chief, Sund, uh, admitted that what that it was pre-planned, that it was failures of intelligence. He blamed the intelligence community for not sharing with him uh, that it was pre-planned. Um, how in the world did the Republicans allow President Trump to be impeached? For a speech that supposedly incited violence when even according to the Capitol Police and the Democrats today, this was pre-planned. And they wanted him out just as much as the Democrats did. Absolutely. They want 75 million Trump supporters to be declared domestic terrorists because of a few who were Trump supporters who did what Joe Biden bragged about. Wait. Yeah, that's right. Where was this violence that happened? What did we see happen? Oh, we had a guy who who got in, and we don't even know if the guy who got in and put his feet up on um, Pelosi's desk, we don't even know if that person wasn't one of the people that was waved in by the Capitol Police. Guess who bragged about doing the very same thing? Joe Biden. I posted this clip on Facebook. Joe Biden was actually on David. Le- I don't know if it was Letterman. Actually, one of the late night, one shows. of the late night shows back. I think it was might have been 2007. I don't remember when it was. He bragged that he went and and according to him, broke into the Senate and put his feet up on the Senate president's desk until the Capitol Police came over to him, tapped him on the shoulder and said he was under arrest. Where's the impeachment articles? He wasn't arrested for anything violent because, quite frankly, that wasn't violent. Where was the only violence that I saw was actually breaking glass before Ashley Babbitt. Actually, actually, the only violence I saw was Ashley Babbitt being shot. That was the actual violence that I saw, which was captured on film by the Antifa dude that finally ended up getting arrested. The lies coming out of this hearing today, the lies coming out of the Merrick Garland hearing. I didn't watch all of it, but all you need to know about Merrick Garland is that Mitch McConnell plans on voting for, for, for Mayor Garland, who said that it, wasn't, it was domestic terrorism what happened on January 6th at the Capitol, but it wasn't terrorism when a courthouse in Portland was burned down because that happened at night. That happened at night. So let's think about this for a minute. So it's not terrorism, potato skins, if it happens at night. So I guess if Al-Qaeda had flown planes into the World Trade Center um, on November, on, on September 11th. And that wouldn't have been terrorism. It, it wouldn't have been terrorism if they had done it after hours. If they had done it, say, midnight and never, all the businesses were closed. Oh, okay. You can't see it. It's not terrorism. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, um, hmm. 
I mean, this is this is this is a level of insanity. Makes we're no at. sense. Yeah. Um, it looks like we're. Do we have time to take a call? Yeah, let's go. Let's take this call real quick. Okay, we're going to take a caller before we go to break. Brian from San Diego is on the line. He wants to talk about voter fraud. Hey, Brian, welcome, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Is this the same Brian that's called in before? I have. Hey, hon. Thanks, Andrea. Hey, you know, first of all, I wish people would go back and look at what happened to George Herbert Walker Bush. It's called a Sal Alinsky technique. It's pretty well documented that they sent a bunch of Ku Klux Klan people in, and they're all like, yeah, thanks, George, blah, blah, blah. Guess who sent them in? Uh, The Clintons. You know, so I kind of start wondering about all this voter fraud that we've always had. You know, I don't believe that the average American thinks that only one president in our history has had help from some foreign country, and it just so happens to be Donald Trump. I would bet to think that there is a lot of money coming in from foreigners that want to have those people that they bought and paid for, and that's why you have people like Diane Feinstein who can't retire because the people that own her don't want her to. Well, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought. Yeah, excuse me for interrupting. I'm flashing on Hillary Clinton who got 25 million dollars from the Saudi Arabian government paid for to the Clinton Foundation. Interesting how all these uh, foreign governments that were donating to the Clinton Foundation, the Clinton Foundation, all donations dried up uh, when she was no longer after she was no longer a candidate for the presidency. Uh, we know that back in 2008, there were a lot of allegations that um, Barack Obama's uh, um, campaign site didn't have measures, was accepting campaign donations from people around the world. I know this. Or that we There's been campaign, there's been all types of election fraud that's been going on now for many decades, and the Republican Party has done nothing about it. They continue to try to allege that it's not enough to overturn an election, when that's absolute crap. Brian, absolute right. crap. I'm not even convinced. When we look at what, when, if you if you remember back to election night here in California, all the different propositions and different ballot measures that went Republican. I don't even know I, that that Trump whether or not Trump didn't might not have won California. I agree with that, and here's the thing: because you know when you look at how all of this is panning out. All the Republicans and the legislatures and the governors that Donald Trump brought forward and won, mm-hmm. he's the top of the ticket. There's almost no way. So I still think we need to hammer voter fraud. And you can't tell people, oh, I think there's voter fraud. And they just said, there's no way. You can't discuss it and say, well, you know, there's another caravan coming up from south of here. And as soon as they get into this country in California, they're going to be registered to vote. And in their culture, you know, it's very viable for them to have somebody come in and buy all of those ballots, mm-hmm. ballot harvesting. Yeah. You can't even talk to these people. They just say it's a blanket. There is no voter fraud at all. And it's like, well, what is voter fraud? I think when you sell your ballot, that's voter fraud. You know, so let's have a discussion on it. But you can't talk to a totalitarian because they either are completely right and you're completely wrong or they just simply won't talk to you. But I think it's time for the Republicans and conservatives to hammer down that ballot box stuffing Beijing Biden really stole this election, just like Kennedy and Johnson and FDR and all these people did. And we go back and look in history. We know they did this. 
Well, yeah, so we'll look at no CPAC. why they didn't do it now. Well, no, there's no excuse for why the Republican Party that knew here in California that knew about ballot harvesting going into the 2018 midterms didn't do anything about it. Uh, you know, uh, there was, there's no excuse for why uh, they allowed the mail-in. I did not hear one Republican speak out against the mail-in ballots that was that was uh, planned, you know, um, for, for, for this year. I didn't hear any of the Republicans pushing back and screaming and crying about all the different all the different battleground states that were doing crap like in Georgia. No, we had a we had a we had a Republican governor in Georgia that accepted uh, reportedly accepted a lot of money to put those Dominion machines in and cooked up a deal with Stacey Abrams to violate election laws that he didn't have the right to do. So now the Republican Party is in on it. We have a one party rule. And um, and, and, and at this point, with SCOTUS's ruling yesterday, I can't be optimistic about whether or not we're ever going to have a fair election again. One last thing. I don't know if you heard this, but apparently uh, Governor Newsom has made it so that the recall will be a uh, mail-in ballot only. Uh, I don't know if you heard that. I didn't hear that. Check it out. out. I will. It's amazing. And people just, we got to get on this. We do. Thank you, Brian. Wow. We'll be back. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. You know, CPAC is this week. This would be my first year in a while to not go to CPAC, which is the what the you know conservative political action conference down uh, this year. It's down in Florida, and I'm not going. And at first, I was disappointed, but you know, a couple of things jump out at me. Um, you know, I've been disappointed for the past few years with, uh, with, um, some of the content and what was being pushed. I think that Matt Schlapp and, uh, the organization, you know, is, is really very establishment. I mean, and if you think about it, they're a pack. They're about raising money. Uh, they're not necessarily about, uh, an ideology. They're is not. Is it ne- former President Trump speaking there, though? He's speaking there, but, and, and I think that that's, I don't want to say it's a mistake, but I, I think, you know, um, what, what, the last, last year, or the year before, I don't remember which, which one, it, last year CPAC was all messed up because of, of security stuff and it was kind of a mess. But 2019, I remember being incredibly disappointed as well as last year on the lack of forcefulness on the part of Republicans that were there to be speaking out against what was going on with the Russian collusion hoax and the targeting and the weaponizing that nobody had been held accountable. Nobody to this day, nobody's been held accountable. We've got American citizens being rounded up across this country. That was what Merrick Garland said today was his number one priority, was rounding up Americans, many of which innocently, hey, the police are opening the door to the Capitol and waving us in and they're being targeted. Meanwhile, we had FBI and DOJ lying to courts, committing crimes against American citizens, targeting them for their politics, and nobody's been held accountable. And CPAC whitewashed it it's a lot of establishment crap and i understand this year it's all about cancel culture not it should be about election theft what brian was just talking about because you know what i don't want to hear about oh trump's you know going to go and talk about you know that he is assuming that he's going to be the nominee in 2024 what the huh 
You, we just we just heard here that that uh, Gavin Newsom is the, the recall is going to be entirely mail-in ballots. Well, guess why? Because they're able to steal it that way. It does not matter who you put up there. You could even put a re-energized President Trump back on the ticket, and if the system isn't fixed, he's going to lose again. Of course he is, because they're going to be able to do all the different mechanisms from mailing out. I got at my house mail-in ballots to people that don't live at my address anymore. That I could have used. We know that. We know that there was, we know that there was no rejection rate with any of these mail-in ballots. We know that there was no verification of signatures. We know that there was no, we know that, that people were voting multiple times and people were voting out of state. You know, it's funny with California, Andrea. Now, Gavin Newsom wants to check signatures here in California. Well, for the, for the recall. For the recall. For the recall of petition. Of course he does, but there won't be any validation of anything going on with these mail-in ballots. There is no point in talking about who's going to be running in 2022. No point of talking about who's going to be running in 2024 as long as we have the election fraud in place. And at this point, quite frankly, I'm here to I I hate to break it to you. But when the Supreme Court basically gave their rubber stamp of approval that states can do whatever the heck they want to do. It's done. It's done. It's done. Sorry. Give me your ideas. Give me your ideas. Tell me how, without anybody changing the mechanisms of fraud in place, how there ain't going to be fraud. Tell me how. People seem surprised when the Georgia senators uh, were up for that campaign. What did you expect? A different result? All the same mechanisms. There was zero change. And I'm convinced. Now, there are some. Um, I, I'm can, I, somebody said to me the other day, do you think the Republicans are kind of in on it and kind of, you know, coordinating with who gets, who gets the win here? And I wouldn't be surprised. I don't have any evidence of it, but I will tell you that, um, there will be some Republican victories, if you will, because there will be some Republican areas, um, where you will have, um, some Republicans at a local area that won't allow fraud to take place. And that will be a part of the smokescreen to make people think that there, we still have fair elections. Does that make sense? Well, like you said, that's part of them accepting second place and being okay with it. Well, right. Um, well, it's, uh, you know, it, 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 on, and then you add in the fact that I've been asking for a long time. Uh, we made a big mistake. We should have, instead of the Republican Party convincing people that Ross Perot proved that a third party could never take root, we should have said, oh, really? Look at how much that one dude with the big ears out of Texas, how much support he got, how much people were sick and tired of the Republican Party then. Right. What have we what if we had actually, you know, uh, seen an opportunity and seen the positive theirs and not allow ourselves to be convinced by what was obviously an establishment one party situation brewing at that point? Where would we be today? But, uh, uh, you know, we uh, I think that I've been saying since then, how is it a win it's not a win for the voter if there's an R after the name, if they're going to go to D.C. and vote Democrat. I keep thinking about it, Andrea, and the more, you know, we have people on, they say, you know, we can revitalize the Republican Party. And that's great. If it, if it can work, that's great. But the more I really think about it and the, the promises that have been broken and what happened in, in 2020, I, I just don't see that as the solution. Well, we uh, we have become and a lot of it comes back to the schools. Because you look at what is considered to be a conservative now is not a conservative in terms of the Supreme Court. I was one of the first people to say 
to, you know, back uh, with Brett Kavanaugh or even Gorsuch. I was saying I, w- I had questions about I, I didn't like Gorsuch. And I, and I said then the problem is, is we always continue to have these nominees come out of these Ivy League schools. Why? Give me, show me a lawyer who's coming out of, you know, Cal Western School of Law here in San Diego. I, I know some conservatives who come out of there that I would much rather have on the Supreme Court. Don't want, if they're from the Ivy the League, Ivy's. I don't want them. I'm not interested. I think you're insane if you're spending a dime of tuition for your kid to go to any of these, any of these crap places. And I'm telling you, LSU, I heard today that they did some, uh, some LSU grad that I know <clears throat> is that LSU did some presentation today called the, uh, the religion of whiteness or something. And I and I questioned, I said on the Facebook thread, I wonder if my old poli sci professor, Cecil Eubanks, whether or not he supports that BS. I, they won't get a dime from me. LSU's gone this way. There should be no, no uh, taxpayer money going to any institutions. But if we're ever going to take this country back, it will have to be by taking our schools back. Because as long we've as lost we lost it locally and we're going to have to get it back locally. And it's at every level. It's at every level. And if you are a parent out there, you've got to get engaged. Or even if you're not a parent, we started the show by talking about how they're they're recruiting five-year-olds into transgenderism. They, what they're doing at our schools, pushing this anti-white stuff, pushing transgenderism, it's all about destroying the fabric of our nation, which was Judeo-Christian principles and values, which is that our rights come from God, not man. We don't worship the state. It's about individual liberty and freedom and accountability. Stay tuned. We got more on the other side of the break. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K Show. Should we talk about something um, good, some good news, DJ? I always like ending it on a good note. Okay. Uh, North Dakota uh, House passed a bill banning making face masks mandatory. Love that. I know, right? all 50 states. Uh, It should be. You know, should we have to do this? This is like this is like the uh, years ago when we had uh, different state legislators passing a law that you could that the courts couldn't consider Sharia in our courts. Um, yeah, you know we shouldn't have to we shouldn't have to ban the courts from looking at Sharia. They just shouldn't do it, right? It's just sad that that has to even be passed, right? Uh, you know that we are at a place in America to where a, a state legislator has to to pass something denying the mandating of masks is pretty shocking here in the land of the free. This is how far we've gone down the road to Marxism. And yeah, I blame the Republican Party for this because the writing was on the wall. All the Republicans want to talk about on the campaign trail is low taxes and uh, we're going to let you keep more money and we trust you to keep your money and the Democrats don't, Ugh, you know, um, and just like that Maxwell kid who I think is so cute who stood out of his wheelchair at the RNC said that you know Republicans need to you know not talk about social justice warrior issues because I don't care who people sleep with the LBGT movement is not about who anybody's sleeping with okay it's about it's it's the use the exploitation of those groups by the Democrats the Marxists for power it's just like Black Lives Matter it ain't about black lives it's about Marxism You know, they don't care. It's not about who anybody's sleeping with. If that was all they cared about, then they would have been happy with civil unions or they would have been happy with same-sex marriage and that would be the end of it. The ultimate goal is 
finding a group and creating division. It's about, well, it's about, and well, and, and still, even after division, what are they going to do with the division? By tearing us apart, then they can rebuild America under their Marxist uh, utopia. And by shredding, by taking uh, our religious freedoms away from us, because this country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles and values. So in order to remake it, they have to do what? Remove Judeo-Christian principles and values that our rights come from God, not man, that it's based on on limited government, not controlling our lives and telling us that we have to put a mask over our face or that our business has to only operate at 25 percent capacity because otherwise you might get a virus that's got 99.7 percent recovery rate. Or that you've got to take a vaccine. That's not what we were founded on. Because every bit of that is government playing God in our lives. That's why they get God. They want us to replace God with state. That's ultimately what it's about. And if they can get parents out of the way and get get government controlling your children. They've got you. What is more anti-God? What is more anti-God and anti-Judeo-Christian principles and values than telling a five-year-old or telling a child that that you get to choose your gender. Talk about being science denying. And and this all started with uh, Roe v. Wade. That's why that's why they're left because when they got the, I don't have time to get into it. We've only got a minute left. Um, but you know that was the ultimate anti science. That was the ultimate. That was a way to. That was the beginning of stripping us of our Judeo Christian principles and values. Talk about removing God from America. Talk about removing uh, the the what the Constitution was about, uh, you know, that every human has the right to pursue life, liberty and the, uh, life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Well, you got to ha- you got to have life before you can pursue happiness. It's not even about science to them. They, they, they ignore the numbers quite frequently. No, this is about communism. This is about a centralized system of power with full control over our lives. And if they can get and that was what Obamacare was about, taking over our health care. This is what taking over energy is about, controlling our lives and. And, you know, the the coronavirus just gave them the perfect the perfect tool to do all of it. And that's why. And children are always in these communist Marxist movements are always the sacrificial lamb. Hey, thanks for being with us tonight. We'll be right back here tomorrow. It's Mars Home Day. Join us 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.